This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We promulgated a data protection law here in Brazil. was given the general data protection uh, regulation, the GDPR, the European one, because it had a provision that uh, would make more easy international data transfers for other countries that have similar laws, that are that have similar uh, safeguards. Elephant Armstrong is on assignment this week, so we welcome our colleague Andre Paris. Andre is a data protection officer and a compliance specialist from Brazil. He's recently written a book on the new Brazilian GDPR equivalent law. I asked him if he would come on and tell us about data privacy and data protection in Brazil. I know you'll find this a fascinating episode. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox back for another episode. And today I have with me Andre Paris. Andre is a lawyer practicing in Brazil, and he's here today to talk to us about uh, the Brazilian equivalent to GDPR, but more importantly, his book about it, which has recently been released in an English language edition. So, Andre, first of all, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Tom. It's a great pleasure to be here again. Talking to you is always a great opportunity. Could you remind our audience about your uh, professional background? Perfect. Well, I got graduated in law here in Brazil. And as soon as I was graduated, I started working with uh, white-collar crime uh, issues. But uh, it didn't took too long before I started as a compliance consultant, and most recently also as a data privacy consultant here in Brazil. So we're going to focus on the data privacy consultant uh, role you have. And first of all, could you describe for us what the Brazilian data privacy, data protection law is? Perfect. Um, One of the main reasons that we... We promulgated a data protection law here in Brazil. Was given the general data protection uh, regulation, the GDPR, the U- European one, because it had a provision that uh, would make more easy international data transfers for other countries that have similar laws, that are that have similar uh, safeguards for data subjects. And so uh, our data protection law here in Brazil is also very much inspired in the provisions of the GDPR. So we have a lot in common, but we also have some uh, main differences. For example, the general data protection law treats the data protection officer as an exception. Here, it is the 
it is not the, ex- the exception. All the companies that deal with with personal information should have a data protection officer. Recently, our data protection authority, that is called Autoridade Nacional de Proteção de Dados, ANPD, uh, our authority said that for a very small companies that don't uh, don't process sensitive data, so like uh, data regarding uh, health issues or political, uh, religious, uh, sexual orientation aspects or biometrics and genetics data. So these very small companies that don't process this kind of data, they uh, don't have to designate a data protection officer. But the rule is that all companies must have. And in the GDPR, it is the exception. So I think this is one of the main differences from our law. And also, uh, for the ones that are listening to us, I think it's very good to highlight that the the LGPD, our data protection law, applies to all companies that process personal information. So even a company that is uh, a B2B one that only has another companies as clients, they still have their employees' personal information, the personal information of the persons that are representing the other companies in contracts and other occasions. So it virtually applies to all Brazilian companies and all the companies worldwide that process data of Brazilian citizens that are located here in Brazil. So we have also this extraterritorial application, as the GDPR has. So how does the law apply to a U.S. company that has a Brazilian subsidiary, Andre? Well, in this kind of companies, the, the, there is no, no other way uh, other than just uh, try to comply with the, our Brazilian uh, data protection law. Because if this subsidiary... Uh, process any personal information, even if it's only from one employee that is a Brazilian citizen located in Brazil, it, the LGPD will apply to them and the company must comply with all the privacy obligations that are provided by our law. Andre, the, uh, first of all, could you tell us the name of the law first in Brazil and then could you give us the English name? Or Portuguese, I should say. The LGPD is our Lei Geral de Proteção de Dados. It's, we could translate it for General Data Protection Law. And now could you name the Brazilian regulator of this law, once again in Portuguese, and then the English name? The, our, our Data Protection Authority name is Autoridade Nacional de Proteção de Dados, or... Data Protection National Authority. And what's the acronym or the initials you would use? A-M-P-D, I-N-P-D in Portuguese. (laughs) The uh, GDPR, uh, I think many listeners are going to be familiar with the reporting requirements if you have a data breach, um, that uh, you have, uh, I think it is 72 hours uh, to report to the uh, 
regulators Perfect. that you've sustained a data breach. Is there a similar reporting requirement under the Brazilian law? Our, our data protection authority the, uh, haven't yet uh, give further guidance on this, but our our uh, law says that companies, when uh, we have relevant risks for data subject rights, should communicate the incident to data subjects and to the data protection authority, ANPD, in reasonable time. It only says this. And our data protection authority says that it will give for the guidance, but it haven't uh, yet uh, gave it to us. And until we have a more specific uh, period of time, it says, I I haven't yet regulated it, but until I I haven't I, until I give you more details, you should communicate in 48 hours. So it's regulated, but it's not official. It said until you have an official um, uh, uh, an official uh, regulation for you, you should always try to communicate to the data subject and to us, the Data Protection Authority, in 48 hours. So a little bit less as the GDPR provision. Uh, once again, under GDPR, there can be substantial fines and penalties, up to 4% of a company's annual uh, gross sales. Are there fines and penalties under the Brazilian law? And could you tell us what those are? Uh, we have a, a wide range of possible penalties. It goes to... Uh, only uh, a warning and a, and a period of time to comply with until also 2% two, two of a company annual revenue, but limited to the amount of 50 million reais. I think now it is almost $10 million. And you, we also have a, a possibility to have penalties regarding the uh, a company's database. We, the data protection authority can suspend it, the use of, of data of a company, and also demand the elimination of a whole database if it is uh, assumed that the data was obtained in an unlawful manner. We're going to have a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Andre, the um, once again under GDPR, I think many uh, compliance, excuse me, data protection consultants such as yourself would recommend that a company start with a data uh, protection impact assessment and then move forward from there to create your overall data protection compliance program. Is that the same process you advocate under the Brazilian law? So that, uh, for instance, a uh, Perhaps a U.S. company who's subject both to the Brazilian law and GDPR can do one process mm -hmm. or any company who's subject to both laws? Or how do you go about having uh, a company uh, become compliant with the Brazilian law? Perfect. Um, here, I think the first steps for a company would be to map all the personal data that are involved in the company's operation. So what kind of data each of my operations uh, use. Uh, it is sensitive data, it is not, it is only the name, the telephone number, or I also 
uh, use geolocation uh, data and uh, and health uh, data with health aspect, or I also try to to understand what are the consumer uh, habits of my of my data subjects, uh, which technologies do I use, which species, which, which kind of uh, processing activities do I conduct, um, to which third parties I share this kind of data, do, do I have an international transfer here or not? Uh, so mapping all the data that is involved in a company's regular operation and try to also uh, find out which uh, which paths this data uh, this data follow um, between my operations where it is collected where it is stored uh, to which third parties do I share this kind of data do I eventually uh, eliminate it or uh, before LGPD I always stored it, this uh, this data with uh, unlimited period of time. Uh, after that, the company will have a more uh, wild vision of the the data flows and which data are involved in its operation. So it will able to um, evaluate the the level of adequacy of this com of that uh, of the company when we consider the privacy obligations that the LGPD brings. And the most important thing, it will be able to identify which actions the company should take to enhance this uh, adequation level to the privacy obligations that are applied to its operations. And elaborate a roadmap. So these are the actions that I should conduct to mitigate the uh, great, the greater privacy risks that I found out in my privacy operation, my day-to-day uh, -day operations when I was doing this mapping, data mapping activity. Andre, how long has this law been in effect? Yeah, it's a little bit uh, different from others here in Brazil because, firstly, uh, since September 2020, we had most of the provisions of our general data protection law uh, in effect. Only the sanctions were and the penalties were uh, delayed until August 2021. So all the provisions are already in force since August 2021. Many U.S. companies, particularly those who have businesses in Europe, have made the decision that they're going to be GDR compliant in all of their businesses literally across the world uh, so that if a country such as Brazil or the United States or any other country comes in with a law similar or equal to GDPR, they'll be compliant. Has that been the attitude of your Brazilian companies as well, uh, particularly those that are truly international who do business on a worldwide basis? So uh, the companies that have uh, operations worldwide, they most definitely are already in compliance with our general data protection law and also before with the general data protection regulation, the European one. And uh, in many cases also with state uh, 
U.S. laws like the CCPA in California or the the most recent one uh, or one of the most recent ones, uh, I think it was in the state of Virginia. And these these companies they are already in compliance, even maybe before the LGPD came into force in August 2021, because since August 2018, we uh, already knew that the companies would need would need to comply with the LGPD, but we had a time for the companies to uh, conduct the activities necessary for this. Uh, compliance with the law. But unfortunately, I think a great number of companies in Brazil are still not in compliance even with the LGPD. So with all the laws worldwide, I think it will be more difficult than that. Uh, Let me turn to the regulators now. And I have several colleagues in the EU and the UK who practice in this area. And they uh, say that they have a, a, a working relationship with the regulators, whether that be the individual countries uh, throughout Europe, so that they can call them up, they can ask questions, they can re- recognizing the regulators are there to regulate, and if if they see a violation, they will obviously take action. Uh, is the have you been able to interact with the members of the Brazilian uh, regulatory agency and? Can you communicate with them, ask questions, and have a dialogue, or is it very hands-off? You're either in compliance or you're not. Perfect. Uh, the, in, in this beginning of the enforcement of our general data protection law, the regulators are trying to be more uh, act more as a guide than as, a, as someone who will investigate and sanction companies. So they are... Since, since it's it's beginning, they are trying to uh, give for the for the guidance for the companies and for the privacy professionals. And of course, uh, we have a lot of uh, LGPD provisions that need for the guidance. But they are, I think, in the right path uh, of, of sharing this guidance for us. And they are also they also give the opportunity for privacy professionals and companies representatives to also be a part of the construction of this guidance. So they, they do things like uh, a, public, uh, a public meeting so that private professionals and companies represent, representatives can share their, thought, their thoughts, why this regulation, uh, this guidance will be a problem or not, which uh, path should be better given uh, the, our our business business environment. So I think we have this connection with the regulators, but I should say that we have a special uh, a special issue here in Brazil because we have a uh, authority that is that is provided by the law, our AMPD, Autoridade Nacional de Proteção de Dados, our Data Protection Authority. But even before the LGPD our data protection law came into force, we already have other public authorities saying that they are also uh, competent to uh, regulate data privacy issues, especially when consumers are involved. So uh, we have uh, 
a public authority here that is like the DOJ in US. It's called Ministerio Público, Public Ministry. But it's like the DOJ in the US. And we also have some kind of locals FTCs uh, that are called PROCONs. And these both public authorities, they were already, even before the LGPD came into force, trying to investigate and sanction uh, companies that uh, either conduct unlawful uh, processing activities or that were not able to protect the data, the personal data that were in their custody in the event of an uh, uh, in the event of a data leak, for example. So we have this special condition here in Brazil that we have multiple data protection authorities trying to investigate, give guidance, and sanction companies. So this is, will be a, a little bit of a problem here for us and for the companies that, and also the international companies that will try to adapt to the LGPD. Andre, I'd like to now turn to your book. Uh, could you tell us when it, it was originally published in Portuguese and when the English language edition came out? My the the Portuguese edition, I think it was published in May of 2019, and the English edition, I think, it was first released in April of the last year, 2021. Andre, where would a uh, listener uh, who wanted an English uh, translation of your book, where could they go to uh, purchase a copy? Quite simple. Uh, he can easily go to any Amazon store online and buy the ebook or the, the paperback version. And uh, in this English edition, I also have a chapter that is dedicated to data privacy issues and also uh, a new chapter about uh, how behavioral economics uh, knowledge can impact uh, the, the efforts of a company to foster a corporate culture that cherish ethical and compliance as aspects. Uh, Andre, we're going to link to the Amazon site in the show notes so that our listeners uh, can purchase your book if they're so inclined. Uh, but I wanted to thank you for taking the time to visit with me and thank you for publishing the English language version of uh, this book. You've been uh, a big fan of the podcast for a long time and a big supporter of both compliance and now uh, data protection, data privacy. So I look forward to continuing this conversation. It's always a great pleasure, Don. Thanks again for the invitation. Second time that I have the pleasure to be here with you and I always follow and Try to listen to your podcast. This is Tom Fox again. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Life with GDPR. Jonathan Armstrong should return from assignment for our next series of podcasts, so I hope you'll look forward to those. We're going to link to Andre's book in the show notes, and if you have any business in Brazil or you work with a Brazilian company, I would urge you to uh, buy his book so that uh, you'll be up on the requirements of the Brazilian data privacy, data protection legislation. Life with GDPR is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.